Welcome to Both Down, episode 62, the number one Blood Bowl podcast from the Doom Dome. From the Doom Dome. Somebody's been on BloodBowl.com reading up on some gouged eye. Good job, Good Steve. Good gouged eye fluff. I am Scott Prime, and with me as always is Steve Campbell, known as Kilowagi. <laughs> you were unsure if it was Kilowag or Kilowagi, so you just kind of rolled them both together. Yeah, kind of. Okay. <laughs> Kilowagi. I realize I should have just said Kilowagi, even though your usernames are Kilowag, but it doesn't matter. It's actually Kilowag2814, unless it's Kilowag1 or it's <laughs> right. Kilowag7, depending on where I had to go. Yeah, we don't really have our branding down very no, it's well. Fine. But how you doing, buddy? Doing pretty well. How about yourself? Um, it's been a crazy couple weeks. Why? Because, um... I mean, we just had the, the best thing and the worst thing happen. Yeah. Well, it just depends on your matter of opinion, and we're not going to get into matter of opinions. Okay, look, if, if, if you like the Cleveland Indians and you don't like racists, not a good week, <laughs> not a good month for you so far. All right, so first let's talk about uh, we get to see Donald Trump be the president of the United States, and if he's terrible, which many people think he will be, we're sorry, world. We oh, didn't, yeah, we you know. Uh, Australia, if anyone has a job opening in Australia, please let me know. I oh. would be happy to move. Oh, Steve was livid like the day after he was telling me he's going to grab his passport. You still doing that? I'm still going to get one, yeah. Okay. No doubt. I said, where are you going to go? And he said, Australia. And yeah. I said, what about all the frogs? And he's like, well, I'm going to go with the frogs. Not done. that part of Australia. <laughs> no, I mean, it, just in case you need it. You never know how bad stuff's going to get. <laughs> We're preparing for the worst. You always hope for the best and prepare for the worst. That's how you look I always life. said when the world ends, Steve's going to be around. And the currency around this part is going to be Blood Bowl figures, metal Blood Bowl figures. So... He's going to be in Australia, so I'm going to get those by default. He's not taking those with him. You do realize that the reason I'm not rich is because the Lord has deemed me not worthy of having money. That's if I was Bill Gates rich, I'd have an island where I splice monkey and human together and see what I get. <laughs> you would probably do worse things. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. All right. Ethics only extend until the country <laughs> ends. Oh, uh I, I didn't want to get past this part, even though, like, you might not be happy Donald Trump's the president. I mm -hmm. do want to um, congratulate uh, Alexander Turner, also known as Trumpkin. <laughs> For years now, he's been promoting Donald Trump by using the name Trumpkin. He also is on he, the— He uh, wanted to be a, one of the, his kids. Right. Um, he's in love with Donald Trump. He said that f my whole life I'm going to promote him, especially when he becomes president. And just recently, since Donald became the president— um, Alexander Turner decided that he's done his work and he's going to change his name to the Twelfth Man, I believe. Twelfth Man, yeah. Like a, like the Elfman, yep. but the Twelfth Man, you know, like we have in American football. So I just wanted to congratulate him. I know that he's carried that name for a while for Donald Trump, and now that he's succeeded, that he's finally decided to change. Which explains why he keeps firing people off the podcast. <laughs> but you can listen to Alexander Turner and all the boys over there at Anything But a One Can podcast. we take a moment to just talk about Twelfth Man? Sure. That is a great name. Oh, I definitely. Mean, That's what I was I was just chatting with him through a Facebook chat and he's like, I've done it, you know, I've helped promote Donald Trump, so being Trump can all these years. Mm -hmm. Now I'm just gonna have a pun funny name. Would that be both down approved? And I was like, You really helped Donald Trump, so sure, go for it. Yeah. It's like getting goblins to vote a troll to be the leader and then not complaining when he eats the other goblins. <laughs> 
Okay, we're not getting into okay. politics on here. I've heard enough of that from Matt Forbeck on Facebook. From everyone on Facebook. <laughs> from everybody on Facebook. Including me. <clears throat> um, so what was the other the good other, thing? The good thing that broke the world, apparently, <laughs> is 2016 has to suck so bad to allow the Cubs to win the World Series. 108 years. Done. In the best game ever in baseball. That was insane. It was it was pretty insane. It is up there with best games ever. I I can't <laughs> I mean we were on the winning side. Of course. Being both fans since our childhood. Even losing. I mean, because being a Cubs fan, you still expect them to lose no matter how well they're doing. And then they got tied and like... Oh, without a doubt. This is still a great game, no matter. If you follow me on Facebook, I, you know, I woke up that morning kind of nervous and like, oh, I hope they don't lose. And I thought, you should just be happy. You yeah. finally get to watch your best team in the biggest game. And yeah. it went seven games. So either way, you win. I was happy they got to the playoffs. I was happy they made it <clears throat> to the series. And then I was happy they won a game. Then I was happy they won a game at home. Right. And after that, I was like, there's only one thing left is to win all of it. Sure as hell doesn't look like that's going to happen. So I will make my happiness with just them winning (laughs) one at home. Right. Because you you know if they didn't win one at home, all those curses would still exist. The the curse of the goat. The goat and the black cat we'd still have to hear about. Oh, we definitely hear about them. Well, you know, they said that they'd never win at home, and they still have yet to win at home. <sighs> Shut up. Yes, it was pretty nuts. So They almost lost it, and it all would have been Extreme's fault. <laughs> you blame an Extreme from no doubt. Uh, the gaming podcast of Zlurpcast? The, the Cubs were winning, and Extreme goes, looks like it might finally happen. I go, what are you doing? You can't post that. You're going to jinx it. There's no such thing as jinxes. And I go, I thought you were a baseball fan. <laughs> he goes, I, I, I believe in stats and statistics, not curses. I go, that's what I said. I thought you were a baseball fan. Well, let me, let me tell you something. There was a lot of, um, oh, we did this, so we have to do that again because they had a good inning here and mm-hmm. there. And I bought sushi because last time my favorite team won the Super Bowl, I bought sushi. All the little weird rituals and stuff were happening that night and – I'm pretty sure single-handedly me and Steve made it happen. So. Yeah, and Cubby and Blue. Maybe those two little buttholes more than anything. Maybe. You'd never know. <laughs> so, yes, we're very happy being Cubs fans. Um, it's pretty cool. It's. I lost two days of work because of it. <laughs> you did. I, I was jealous. I stayed up. Well, I uh, kind of got in trouble, but whatever. Um, I didn't expect them to have the parade on Friday. I figured it would be Saturday or Sunday. But I guess they just wanted a three-day weekend, so they got it. Oh, I couldn't sleep that night after they won, though. It was just, it was weird. It was kind of, I was like wired for a little bit, and then I had a nice calming sleep. Well, that's because you got to sleep in, fool. That too, yeah. I had to get up at six. But you know, ever since the beginning of the, not to go too far off tangent with Blood Bowl baseball, but ever since the beginning of the season, everyone's like, that's a really good team. You think they're going to make it to the series? I, I don't know. I my answer all the time was like, I don't know. I'm going to hope so. But the whole time I'm like, well, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happened. We're happy. We're going to show that with our bucks. I think we're both agreed that we're going to buy a new jersey of some sort. I don't know. Steve's not now. I but. don't like those stupid 
butt diaper flap things. Yeah, but but butt flaps, you need one. Trust me. Mesh air belt. The, the, makes the new jerseys look weird. I don't like it. Well, it's, it's made for the players. I get, get that. Get you a different jersey then. Yeah, maybe. All right, talking about Blood Bowl. We are... We're talking about Blood Bowl. If you are now joining us for the first time, welcome to Both Down. This we is know a that weird time to join, but okay. Well, it's, you know... People the, getting ramped up. We are just game. days away, especially we'll be days away by the time this releases, yeah. of new Blood Bowl hitting the stores, the new Death Zone, and there's so many new people in the Blood Bowl community groups and Facebook. So i just like to welcome all those people if you're listening to us the first time. Absolutely. and if Don't you... listen to us on tactics. <laughs> no, we are not tactics. Um, but just let you know if this is your first time or if you're new to us, we will be putting out an episode probably in a couple of weeks, hopefully to coincide with the release of just reintroducing ourselves and giving the history of Blood Bowl and stuff. Kind of a primer I think. Ooh, a primer. Like you a Scott like primer. A Scott primer, yes. Yeah. All about Scott. Yeah, that'd be that'd be an awesome podcast. We had that episode. We need another one. Like volume two. <laughs> you complete all the star players, we'll do it again. Oh god, that's never gonna happen. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you know, not in tournaments. We can talk about the release more in the third segment. Sure. Yeah. See anything else? Um, anything else? Just, uh, I would, um, for you people who were a part of pod bowl and you didn't play your games and they got forfeited. You guys suck. I'm not going to name off names, but you suck. And most of you are Canadian. So I'll just leave it at that. Right. Do you disagree? I agree. Anyways, I'm butthurt because surprisingly my Norse team finished Five wins, three ties, and one loss. My newest team finished worse. <laughs> I was... However, if everybody who had not played all their games were forced to forfeit their games and be removed from competition, then Scott and I would have been first and second. Well, that's not fair. Chance actually played all his games. Oh, no, he hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't played his last game. But nope. if everything stands the way it is, I'm going to miss the playoffs by one point. Mm-hmm. Now... I would have won my last game. I'd be in the playoffs. So, but I tied. But still, I don't know how you can play eight weeks or seven weeks of a nine-week season that is really laxed and just quit. I don't get it. So you just I, gave up. You don't care anymore. So I'm a little butt hurt. Yeah, I was proud of my success, but then kind of butt hurt. Yeah. Oh well. I just don't like seeing things in that way. I know. And that's why when we do our league, if somebody quits, which we've only had it happen like once, twice maybe. At least twice. First season a guy quit. The commissioner comes in and takes over the game so we can keep our does. stats. And, well, most the of the time. second season Gary quit and didn't Brian the, take over? Yes. Or Brian the, take over the Hellcats? No, he took over the Hellcats. It doesn't matter, but we, no. we've had it a few times and we just keep the league going. So. Oh, yeah. Which we, I think we're going to be doing a league next year in Norman. Yes. Starting up a league. And next year sounds far, so far away, but it's not. Not at all. It's about seven weeks away. We're <sighs> really close to coming down with some finalized things on a open league. So yeah. if you are in the Norman, Oklahoma City driving distance area, we're probably going to finally have a store league. Finally. 
So we'll see how it I runs. know we're so far behind the times, but shut up. Yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> All right. Um, so you probably are tired of hearing us blather. I doubt that because they this is episode, what, 62? Definitely episode 62. They've listened this long. They are used to us blathering. Oh, then they love it. So we shouldn't even break up in segments. We can just wrap it up. Just, okay. All right. We'll see Time you in a couple of days. Oh, I thought it was shout outs. Oh, no. <laughs> shout outs. No, um... In the opening segment, we are going to talk about the results of Nuffleween, which was the final tournament in the Scars series for our mm-hmm. region. So we'll be talking about results for both Nuffleween and uh, Nuffleween 5 and the Scars, the second Scars series. Then in the second segment, we're going to talk about Guffle Pussmaw. If you don't know who that is, tune in to find out. Because <laughs> we don't either. No, we really don't. But we'll talk more about that in the second segment. And then finally, we're going to just discuss our opinions on the State of the Union of Blood Bowl Miniatures. In the secondary and alternative markets. <laughs> right. The longest title ever. Basically saying it's not about new stuff. It's about other stuff. I totally agree. With, disagree with you. But we'll talk well, about I, that okay, it's in not the about, third segment. It's not technically about the GW stuff. Mm, we'll talk about that in the third segment. It's not something every other podcast has discussed. Well, right. Okay. I'm All good right. with that. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. Uh, do you have anything else you'd like to say, Steve? Baloney. Okay. How excited are you, though, for the game to come out? Like, are you going to be there on as oh, soon yeah. as they, if, when, when our store owner calls and says <laughs> we, uh, we, uh, we, they dropped it off? Are you going to be there? We do that now? Or are we doing that later? I'm just curious. Because if you... I have two copies on reserve. I don't think Brian's open on the 25th, is he? Day uh, after, day after Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, yeah. Are you going to run down there and get it? Oh, I was going to go up to Quail and get it. So you're going to get it both places? I, I signed up for it both places. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're going to run a league, I need extra boards. Not that I don't have a ton of boards. You're crazy. You and you're you're going to keep one sealed, though, aren't you? I don't think so. Ooh. Because in my mind, I might buy a third one later for like 40 or 50 bucks when it goes on sale. Oh, okay. So I, just I can keep that one sealed. All right. <laughs> Never enough Blood Bowl stuff for Steve. No, there is. Steve has one lo- love in his life, and it's called Blood Bowl. I've, I got one of the unreleased trolls. You did? So I'm down to four figures I need. Jeez. Oh, so I need an unreleased troll, the coach, Dark Elf. Referee, which realistically, it's never going to happen. And the Resurrection Gutter Runner. Okay, I know this is a little off subject and we're blathering, but why is the Dark Elf Referee not going to happen? I don't think it's a real figure. I think it's a... I'm only going off of Traveler's website, mm-hmm. the Miniature Archive, uh, Rudiger's website, and it, he mentions that it's uh, Maybe high, super limited, like there's only five made or something. Oh, no, you're never going to get that. Right. Though. I mean, it's not something that I expect to ever get, but if it's out there and I can possibly find it, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's neat. Coach is possible. He went for over 100 some last time. I don't know why you just don't break down and just buy them all and be done. Because um, although that would like... It kills the fun. Kills, yeah. It was... It was the same thing. I used to collect comic books. I was big into Green Lantern. So 
most of the fun of collecting was going to stores and looking and trying to find stuff. As soon as eBay came around, kind of killed that. Because, you know, you can just go on eBay and find anything you want. And I, I pretty much stayed away from that because I didn't use eBay to find old comics because, again, kills all the fun. But before the Green Lantern movie came out, I figured I should buy the Green Lantern comics I needed to finish it off. Otherwise, they were going to go through the roof. Didn't realize it'd be a bomb, but even a bomb, because um, like Ghost Rider didn't do that great, but his comics was still super high. Mm-hmm. So I went on eBay and bought my uh, Showcase 22 first appearance and all that. And it was nice having it done, but like I said, it just kind of killed the fun. It does kind of kill the fun. I used to carry a list of comics I needed yeah. in my pocket, and I finally finished those off. The good news and bad news is, is when I pulled out all my unbagged and bored comics and I thought I was going to rearrange my collection and then I decided it's not worth it. You know, it's <laughs> something my kids can do when I die and go yeah. like, he has half his collection bagged and boarded and the other half are just in random boxes. Mm-hmm. But I, I did try to like put them in alphabetical order and number order without bagging and boarding them. And I noticed that I have a gap in my Savage Dragon collection and my G.I. Joe collection. Really? And you look at me strange. Yeah. I didn't know I had that either. So the only thing I can think about is when I was married, I would read at night before bed. And oftentimes I'd put a big, large cup of water there and I'd store my comics in the bottom Uh, part of the sock drawer. So if if I ever accidentally spilt my water, it would ruin the comics. And it didn't happen but once or twice. But that's all it takes. I bet you money that I spilt some comics... Because I usually wait until I have a couple issues before I read them, and then mm-hmm. I read a couple issues in a row. And I bet you that's why I have gaps in those collections. So I probably ruined 15 comics at the time, but the ones I kept were the G.I. Joe and the Savage Dragon. Right. And I must have got rid of them. It's the only thing I can think of because they were so water damaged. But So I actually have something to hunt, but I didn't write down the numbers, <laughs> so I'd have to get my collection out again. And do you really and care write, that much? I do, but I don't. Yeah. I shouldn't care at all. Yeah. I should get rid of all of them. Yeah. But I can't. I just did. I just can't. I will one day. One day I'll be like, eh, I'm tired of these. But for now, I can't yet. That day will come when you move. And you're like, ah, I don't want to lug these. That's probably super truthful. It's mm-hmm. like, board games or keep my comics? Well, I'm still going to read comics for entertainment, but I want to keep the board games. So, yeah, I can see that. All right, let's get to segment one. Okay. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com. In this segment, we're going to talk about Nuffleween. Nuffleween! Nuffleween 5. Rowdy, Roddy, Pipers, Block and Wrestling. No, we should have like some Piper music. Can you can you cue up some Piper music right here? What is Piper music? Like um, you know, the bagpipe people. Okay. Right here, right now. No, I didn't do it. No. I can look into the future and tell you I did not do it. <laughs> you are a lazy sack of crap. I. Well, fine. I'm doing it now. Wow, that's no, pretty I, nice. I didn't do it. Oh. 
So you made me look like a liar. Yeah, I'm just screwing with you. All right. Yes, Nuffleween 5. I can't believe it started off as a joke tournament, kind of. <laughs> because Alan liked Halloween. And we're that really here. is pretty much what it started as. Because we wanted to do another tournament, but we didn't want it to be too close to Chaos Cup or our tournament or anything. So it's like, oh, Halloween. That's cool. Let's do that. Right. And now it is. We've done five of them. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. And we did a special figure. Yeah. Um, sculpted by Pedro Ramos. Yeah. I, off of a sketch by you. <laughs> I don't know how I get credit anymore for that. But for the longest time, I thought, I designed this figure. And then I come to find out that I guess they took my concept sketch, redrew it, and then sculpted it. Yeah. So I'm still kind of a designer. but No, absolutely. It's your design. The final sculpt is off of Pedro's ramos's sketch absolutely not, not mine yeah but he based his sketch off of the idea of my sketch yeah it's just it's just weird and you knew that but i didn't know that yeah i thought i told you but apparently i didn't yeah oh well it happens so anyways we had this awesome miniature uh roddy rowdy roddy piper um everybody seemed to love that we only had 12 in attendance not exactly a large tournament. No, but we had over 16 paid, so it was weird. We had a lot of cancellations. We seem to be getting a lot of those. Well, there's jerks like Drew Bucciacone from 3 Die Block. Maybe I'm... another podcast that talks about Blood Bowl, the Who says, like, I'm sick. I can't drive from Iowa. It's 10 hours. Whatever. Yeah, I don't blame him. No, nah, he was sick. He was sick. Brad got sick. I mean, stuff happens. I'm telling you, if you ever run tournaments, expect 10% not to show up for sure. Yeah, around and there. sometimes it's even more. But anyways, the great thing about having a smaller turnout is I really... Is it just because you get to talk to everybody? Yes. They're more fun in a sense because the, the more intimate setting, you actually get to hang out with people. You're playing a third of the people. So you actually get time to sit down and chat and see what everyone's doing. I guess that's it. I mean, I always seem like I'm always sad when like, oh, there's only 12 people or like Buccaneer Bowl. I think we had 10 people. Yeah, I think, I think so. And I was just like, I wish more people showed up. And then I end I up having so I much won. fun. I'm well, good. I know. I'm just saying that the fun factor doesn't change. And, and it almost seems elevated a lot of times. And maybe it's. You do get to talk to everybody, whereas Oklahoma Bowl is an amazing weekend, but it flies by so quick. And then what do we say every year? You know, it's like never enough time to see. I feel like I didn't talk to that guy enough. Oh, yeah. I didn't, you know, see this guy enough or, you know. That's me at any tournament, really. But, yeah, I try to play the the peacekeeper and make sure everyone's happy and, you know, and that's kind of taxing when there's 40 people and like okay is everybody happy anything anybody needs okay i'm answering five questions and that's true anyways and also you do that too in oklahoma even if we're playing or anything we're still running stuff keeping an eye out making sure things are going on so when it's a smaller tournament it's just kind of sit back and goof off yeah and it always seemed obviously they always seem to run much quicker than a large one because you have less games obviously that Mm -hmm don't go to time or this or that but really smooth 
you know, that's the one advantage when you have a lunch break. Everybody seems to make it back when it's less than 20, you know, on time. Most yeah. And when you have a, a horde of 40, you know, there's always somebody who goes somewhere and has yes. bad service and they show up late. So you can't start the round. Anyways. Well, also, they're trying to catch up with people and you don't want to be a dick. Be like, hey, uh, can we stop talking and having fun and start <laughs> right. doing what you came here for and exactly. have fun that way? Great time. Everybody loved the miniature. We no, sold yeah. some extra miniatures. We and still have some extra if anybody wants some. Oh, okay. So we still have some yep. left. Okay. Do we still have dice, too? We're getting surprisingly low on dice. Okay. Seemed like those were selling well. So yeah. if, if you're out there and you want, would like a Roddy, R- Rowdy Roddy Piper or dice, mm-hmm. uh, Steve has that all posted up on Facebook. Yeah, it's down. on Facebook or just send a, me a PM on Facebook or email us at both down podcast at Gmail or Oklahoma Bowl at Gmail. So Nuffleween is a four-round tournament where you get the... Uh, to make your team 1.1 million team, you also get 150 in skills, 150k in skills, and each round you lose a skill. So at the beginning of the round, you randomly lose a skill, and then if you win or tie, it's still random. And if you lose your game, you get to pick which skill you're going to drop. So right. by the end of the game, if you took seven skills, you're obviously only going to have three at the end. And it's fun. It's different. It's themey. I don't know if people love it. Sure. I I think people like it. Maybe next year we'll have more skills. Or we'll just change it up. We'll talk about it. You know, people people acted like, I don't know how I feel about it. But then at the same time, when I was talking to them, when we went to eat afterwards, Mm -hmm. it seemed like everybody did like it. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. That's the conundrum of running a tournament (laughs) anytime, everywhere. Good luck, but. Keep it simple. And we thought this was a way to kind of keep it simple. We've done this for the last four years. I mean, this. Did we not do this the first year? We did not do this the first year. This idea actually came. This was from Cora Fogut from Denmark, who's moving to where? England. England. Okay. Yeah, this was the idea that we talked about on our last night at Chaos Cup. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I think it's a really cool idea. Yeah, it is. It's a great idea. I think uh, maybe you just always, more skills. You always do a custom kickoff table. We had that yeah. this time. We talked about that in past episodes. Um, Still think it's one of my favorites. <laughs> there's one guy who would disagree with you, but I'll talk to you about that when I talk about results. Really? Um, Steve did not play. He decided to sit out. Steve. Of we, course Steve had to sit out because Steve made a cool team that he was happy to play. <laughs> would you like to tell everybody about your roster really quick? The yes. plan was is we were both going to play as long as we didn't have over 16 players. And yeah. then we thought, you know, and Steve said, if we have odd numbers, you can play and I'll, I'll sit out. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, we made that idea. Because I, I didn't really have a team made until I got to thinking about it and thinking about that that pirate episode that came through last time, the Triple Skulls. Um, so I had a... God, what was it? I forget. I guess it was a Necro team. No. Undead team. No, it was a Thrall team. No. I had a... Oh, no, it was an Undead team. It was Undead because I had You're a right. Flesh Golem. So I... No, that's a Necro. I'm sorry. You had a Necro team. Okay. I can never remember the difference between the two. I know the difference, but I can never separate them. Right. Um, so it was a Necro team that had Count Luther Van Drakenborg... Wilhelm Cheney, and then 
a flesh golem with just mighty blow. No stand firm. No, they come with stand firm. I think it was mighty blow. Break tackle. No, <clears throat> break tackle. Okay, yeah, he had a break tackle because he was Frankenstein, and the new stats for Frankenstein have him basically a flesh golem with break tackle and walk. So, I think. But I could be wrong. I, I don't remember. Be. It was the ones that were printed at the what was the Bugman's tournament. Bowl. Um, Bug, uh, I want to say Bugman's Bar, but it's not Bugman's it. Best or something. I don't. Know. The tournament or, over in England. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we should know this, but we don't. It Warhammer was, World. War, it was the tournament at Warhammer World where they re-released the old star players. The old star players, and they had all stats for them and stuff. So yeah. So since all three of those were on the podcast, I made a team that allowed me to use all three. Essentially, and everything else was zombies, right? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It, nope. it, it had no rerolls, re right? <laughs> no rerolls. So I'm not too upset I didn't get to play it, but that would have been fun. It was a cool idea. So we had 12 people. Uh, round one, I played uh, Kenny Hill. Uh, my team, um, I didn't know what to play. I was gonna play goblins, and then, then I decided that it was time to play halflings because. Even though I completed my 24, I played the Halflings only once. For because one game. For one game. Because I was uh, the sub in Oklahoma Bowl 1, and I played them first round. I won, and then a, a guy showed up, so I had to sit. And yeah. I've been sitting on that great ranking for a couple of years, being like, I don't know, the fourth best Halfling coach in America with one win. <laughs> yeah, one win. So... Really shows you that the rankings are kind of crap. I mean, pretty much, but they're fun to look at. Anyways, so I've been sitting on that, and I thought uh, it's time just to play them and get it over with. Um, I came up with a, a theme that at least I thought would be interesting. My normal halfling team is the St. Louis Hams, which is a joke off the St. Louis Rams. Um, but I wanted to go with something different just to have fun with it. Um, I decided to come up with a bunch of competition eating people you know like we have these food contests with what kenny chestnut and all these yeah or whatever that dude's name yeah. is that eats all the hot dogs and um so i, I thought well halflings like to eat i can come up with different names and then my kids i think were looking at some of these little wrestling toys things i got from those they sell these random no they're not the little squinky things they're they're a hard plastic they're sold in the blind bags like at walmart and target they're called like teeny mates they make the little football yeah, ones and the okay. and the basketball ones and stuff like that yeah you know the stuff you got in your yeah. stocking from santa claus so we were looking at those and i was like oh my gosh that would be perfect <laughs> and i saw the macho man one and i was like he could be the nacho man and I was like, so they can all have different food things, and I could use these little, like, halfling guys. So I decided to come up with a storyline that I have two treemen who aren't typical treemen. They actually like the wares or the good things about humans. They like wine, like Andre the Giant used to. Mm -hmm. And they liked money and making some money. So they take these little halflings around, and they do these exhibitions where they eat a bunch of food and entertain people. And then every now and then they play Blood Bowl. So... My team had names, you know. What was the name of your team? The Chowdown Superstars. 
which in, you know because wrestling down approved. oh most definitely because in wrestling you have a show called the smackdown and they call all the wrestlers superstars yeah so chow down smackdown works perfect oh absolutely as a traveling band of like you know I'd they, they never it. play a home game they just they're like a bunch of you know gypsies that go to fairs and stuff like that so they were led by bobo brazil nut tree which there was old wrestler named bobo brazil Okay, I did not know that. Okay, one. well, he was a giant guy. Um, and then there was um, uh, Andreas the Giant Tree. <laughs> yeah, that's good what we work on. And then, of course, all the other little wrestler guys had parody names like the Nacho Man, Sandy Savage. And instead of, like, the Ultimate Warrior, he was the Ultimate Omelette, which was pretty awesome. And I- the... Uh- Muffin Maker? Oh, instead of The Undertaker, I had The Muffin Maker. <laughs> I'm not going to go over all the names because you might not really care, but if you care, I can send you the, the PDF. Just keep going. The They're pretty awesome. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Um, Did you have a Hulk Hogan? I did not have a Hulk Hogan one. Um, well, this was unfruitful. No, there was... <laughs> oh, instead says, of... Don't it, go down that road. Don't go down that road. And so there was... There's Nikki and Brie Bella in wrestling. Yeah. They were Nikki and Brie Bell Pepper. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Anyways, um, I, I elected to take Puggy Bacon Breath because I thought I'd never played with him before. Yeah. I come to find out that I did at Oklahoma Bowl after the tournament. So I had Puggy, and then I also had, uh, we were allowed to have a chef. I did a chef, and we were allowed to have a wizard. That could only shoot a fireball. So right. I took the wizard. The wizard is fun. The wizard a is hundred thousand for just a fireball. I really wish that's how the rules were, like the actual game. Uh, okay. I like the after, lightning bolt, but man, so powerful. After playing this tournament, I almost felt guilty for having it. Really? It. I was never dissatisfied with my wizard. Let's put it that way. When I took him one year with my fire mirrors. Um, it was an elf team. I think it worked amazing one game, good one game. Then the other two was just kind of like meh. Uh, it was either amazing or good. Wow. It really was. It it worked good. I was never like dissatisfied. <laughs> okay. Obviously, I never whiffed. Otherwise, I've been throwing a fit. But mm-hmm. no, I I was I kind of felt guilty having it. But um, anyways, that was my team. I gave some skills to the. You know, the halfling, um, the, all the little halfling players. Oh, Coffee Kingston instead of Kofi Kingston. Nice. Him and Macho Man had sure feet because they were my high, they were my high flyers. So I figured I'd be throwing them down the field. They had to land and then score a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I did do is I took for my 150K in skills, I took two doubles. So that really only allowed me six skills. And by the end of the game, in, end of the tournament, I only had two skills left. And uh, what I did is, I, I it's not always going to happen, but I'm going to say, I took pro on the tree, man, Steve. Hey, how's that? And how did you like it? It worked really good for this tournament with the tree, man. Hey, how's that? You <laughs> like pro on a big guy, huh? <laughs> it, huh? I don't know if I would like it on other ones, but... No, since, you would. You Love. really would. Okay, maybe I would, but it really worked pretty awesome. Pro and big guys, always. Uh, 
It worked pretty good. You're you're lucky. No, I, I hate no. I, I hate saying this, I, but I'm, I'm experienced in some things. Anyways, round one. I played Kenny Hill. Um, no, I did not. I played Mike Carpenter in round one. You lying sack of shit. <laughs> I played Mike Carpenter round one. He had an undead team. The story of this game is for the first three plays, I believe. I was doing really well. Like, you know how halflings are. You're going to have to have good luck, and they're going to have to have some bad luck. And you have to get some of those re-rolls. Well, I didn't get some of those re-rolls, but I still was doing well. And then after three turns, it just all went to crap. <laughs> I think I only got beat 2 nothing, but it could have been 3 nothing. Okay. If you, I don't know if you have the scores I there. I do not. Um, well, but yeah. I got beat. And I got beat pretty sound. Actually, hold on. I, I do. Round you do. one, who are you? I am the Chowdown Superstars. New York Hex, you lost three to nothing. Okay, I did lose three to nothing because he Chad was trying to lose four to one him. <clears throat> yeah, it was it was a bad game. So I was cursing. I was thinking like, well, there goes my awesome rating. I guess I deserve this for sitting on it for so long. Uh, round two, I played Kenny Hill. Uh, he had a Kimry team. I don't know what the name of the team was called. Exodus. Exodus. Uh, it was a really cool painted Kimry team. He was, he kind of had the strategy of casualties first, kind of like I did at Chaos Cup, casualties, right. casualties, casualties. But he was trying also to score. I mean, he'd pick up the ball, move down. But if he had a chance to throw a block, he was doing that first. Yeah. Uh, he got way down the field. If I remember correctly, my wizard worked wonderful. Um, I threw a guy. Oh, no. This, the first touchdown came by him not being able to pick up the ball. Like, four turns in a row and eventually i threw a guy down the field um i threw puggy once and he landed and he did a blitz with one die boom pow that was the best play puggy had anyways i scored went up one nothing second half i think that's when i used the wizard that helped me out a lot and then i also had ikatha benoin whatever the dark elf undead guy because we were allowed that with the Nuffleween rules. He came into effect in the second game. He was non-effective in the first game, obviously. Um, in the second game, he threw a big, giant, long bomb pass that was not caught, but Kimmery is so slow that gave me a couple of turns to try to pick it up and walk it into the end zone. And cool. I did. So I won 2 nothing. Uh Do you know how many casualties you gave up? Oh, probably seven. Exactly seven. Good job. It it was a demolish. I only had like four guys, four or five guys left. I took pictures of that. Not many survived. I mean, yeah. he catched a treatment. It was bad. It was really bad. Um, round three, I played Travis Champion and his Norse team. And um, his team name? I don't remember. Travis's unnamed team. Oh, he he did not have a name. Hmm. That's just barely not both down approved. Oh, he didn't have one. When I actually wrote in Tarvis. So it's Tarvis's unnamed team. Tarvis. I actually like that better. Okay. You could have just it's called them. more fluffy. You could have called them the Tarvis champions. The Tarvis unknown. Like his name's built for a team. That's true. Or from the city of Travis. Or just reverse it. And it would be like. Sivrat? Uh, yeah. Sivrat. Sivart. Sivart champions. It's not bad. I like that. Well, anyways, I played his Norse team. 
if I remember correctly, I kicked off to him and I stole all his rerolls, which was really bad for him. <laughs> yeah, you think? Anyways, he had some bad dice. And I ended up scoring in the first half and stalling out till the very end to score. Okay. Um, then the second half, it was one of those deals where I, I scored again. It, it was 2 nothing, And we had a... <laughs> We uh, had a kickoff, and Travis was not happy with your kickoff table, at least on the one result where Roddy Piper comes out, and Steve has this thing where the zombie basically runs on the field, and he's going to hit anybody on the field. Doesn't matter what your strength is. It's a one-die block. It's basically a free shot. Yeah. You know, with... Obviously, a fifty-fifty chance that somebody goes down. <laughs> Any, it's not fifty. Well, it's fifty-fifty. Depends on if you have block or dodge. Well, that's true. If you have block or dodge, that, that kicks in. I did it to his ice troll and casualty oh. <laughs> the ice troll. And at that point, he's like, "I'm done, man. I'm done." So we turn, 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 passed our turns and shook hands. And before somebody was angry, and we just moved on. Sorry, Travis. <laughs> I tried to make it fun. <laughs> well, I yep. also I also know that uh, someone took goblins, and uh, they had a loony. Uh huh. The ball and chain guy. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, one of the, the one of the kickoff results kind of knocked him down, and he was just immediately gone. Well, we so, all got to read the kickoff table before we decided our teams. Although I didn't read the kickoff yeah. table, so sorry about that, Dustin. <laughs> Uh, round four, I made it to table the second table with my little halflings, and I faced some frogs, and the, I can't remember what their names were. Nikai's Wanderers. Um, so I played John Spurgeon, a really good player. Uh, the first half was all played down by his or my the end zone for me to go in and to score, and it was some of the most awful dice <laughs> any two players could roll when it came to anything with the ball. Yeah. It was, well, I've done everything else perfect. I'm going to pick up the ball with my four agility slon. One. I guess I need to re-roll that. One. And I don't think I'm exaggerating by saying I threw at least three passes into the end zone, which were perfect passes from halfling to halfling. Yeah. And I rolled a one on the catch. And we both used our re-rolls really <laughs> early. Like. Jeez. It was a cluster, and finally I, I scored a touchdown, went one nothing up at halftime. Um, he he eventually scored in the second half. We tied, right? Was it one, one to one? one? Yeah. Second half. If I could go back in time, I forgot about my wizard, and there was a part, a, a point where I could have gone for broke when I was up one nothing, and tried the wizard. Yeah. I mean. It was up up to him whether he wanted to run it in or not, but I could have had a slight chance if I would have remembered it. I should have shot then, but I shot it. I used the wizard later, and it gave me a chance to try to go for the winning touchdown. Right. But um, it was a frustrating but really fun game. Um, we we had a lot of laughs, even though we wanted to smash our dice. So uh, I went two wins, one loss, and one tie with the halflings. And you came in fifth overall. Yeah, not too bad. No, definitely not. So comes in big and scars. Let me go over results here. Sure. All right. So uh results for Nuffleween was Mike Carpenter got first. 
followed by Will Oliver second, Scott Hess third. Uh, best offense went to John Spurgeon. Best defense went to Darren Olson. Um, best sportsman went to Kent Raffrey. And then uh, best, like, what, what are we calling that? Best team, best painted team. Fan favorite. Fan favorite. Award went to Travis Champion, who had a really awesome painted Norse team. Um, no, it was awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I need to find it. And then it. Dustin painted it. Well, so. Dustin painted it, but but yeah, there's so many people that get other people to paint oh, their teams. No problem. I mean, that's why the R award now is not best painted. It's just who do you think has the best team? <laughs> it was funny because it was like a toss up between him and Dustin. Oh, really? Yeah. It was like, oh, okay. Well, he just barely, and then it was like, oh, all right. Well, Dustin really won. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there was, I think, four teams that Dustin painted there. I think you know a third of the field was painted by Dustin. So what yeah. can you say? But no, Dustin's I mean, a great painter. Yeah. He's going to paint more of those. <laughs> um, uh, most casualties. Uh, Kenny came with a mission to get most casualties Kenny or most brutal. Kenny killed. And, uh, he got a ton, didn't he? Like far and away a ton. I 23 or something. Anymore. Okay. Doesn't matter. I think he had. Yeah. 23, sounds 23 right. or 21, but yeah. you know, he got, I'd like to think that, I helped him earn that, giving oh, him seven. Oh, I'm sure. Seven will do that, yeah. <laughs> he got to play the other stunty team, too. So, <laughs> um, Dustin Parsons got back of the pack for coming in last. And some guy named Scott Delcine got the stunty cup. Huh. Hmm. Scott Delcine, Scott Prime. It's almost like the same guy. It's almost like the same guy. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. I did not expect that. Neither did Dustin. <laughs> I know. He goes. <laughs> Scott was like, you know what? I'm going to take a stunty team. So do we have any stunty? I'm like, yeah, this is. Because I wasn't telling Scott who all registered with what because you know, that would be unfair. Speaking of that, it was amazing to not check rosters. It was so awesome not to do that because <laughs> you did all that. I did. I loved not doing that. kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah, it does. And I still think I made a mistake. And then, of course, I, I screwed up on the rules, and I was supposed to print off everybody's roster and didn't. So this was not the best run tournament by me, but that's fine. But, yeah, Scott's like, um, is there anybody running stunty? Because if there is, then I'll, I think I'll run a stunty just so that they have competition. <laughs> right. I'm like, well, I'm not telling you how many people are running stunty. So if you want to run stunty, you run stunty. Don't make that a requirement. Okay, I'm going to run stunty. Okay. <laughs> well, Dustin goes... Oh, you're playing Stunty. <laughs> I really thought I was going to play him after round one because we both lost and we were both at the back tables to start with. Yeah. And some weird way we didn't play each other. Well, someone's got to finish the games on time. Oh, it came down to bonus point things. Yeah, it always oh, okay. comes down to bonus points. Anyways, I was looking forward to playing Dustin because he had the goblins and everything else, yeah. but it didn't happen. No, you just beat a Camry team. <laughs> yeah, well, and a Norse team. And a Norse team. And in the history of halflings, I've beat an orc team. So, um, you know, I've only... I went oh five and one at freaking Chaos Cup with halflings. Well... I had three I, trees. We know who's the Which, better Which, realistically, eh, don't take three trees unless you just want to beat the crap out of people. I don't think I'd ever take Deep Root. I love him. I, I understand. Maybe I would take Maybe one take less other him, tree. I was going to say take him instead of the other tree. So, my reflections on Puggy is, 
as long as he doesn't get hurt, he's great. <laughs> oh, hell no. But he still has six armor, and that's what John Spurgeon did in round four. He had Hemlock on his slam yeah. team. Oh, wow. And he goes, I'm going to stab, stab him. And he's gone. Boom. Ugh, so frustrating. I'm going to stab him. All right. So you want to talk about Scars? Um, Scars, the Southern Central Amorical Regional Series. So can you just roughly tell people, especially if somebody's new, wrap it up in a few sentences, like what areas are in our region and everything else? Uh, essentially... It's Southern Central America, so we're, I know, but I'm just clarifying. It is Texas, Oklahoma, <clears throat> Oklahoma. Oh, St- Steve is turning into a man. Uh, uh, Oklahoma. Hey, Mr. Simpson. Um, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Louisiana, if anything happens there, Arkansas. For right um, now, we kind of got a big Colorado, region. maybe, or... Arizona, but it's a pretty widespread area for now. There's not there's a not whole been, lot down here, so right. pretty much anybody who does one around here, if they want, they can join it. Not a problem. And we had nine tournaments this year. We had, or was it? We had more than last year. I know that. We had eight in the scars, okay. but we had we went to nine. Well, there was total nine tournaments in our area because eight of them qualified for scars. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of the requirements is you have to have at least two weeks in between tournaments. For this year, it was. And there way. was one that just was like the weekend after another one, so it didn't qualify. Which one didn't qualify? Was that Buccaneer Bowl? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because they just they oh, didn't know about it. Oh, my gosh. It. I got second at that. Can you imagine what the results might have been like? Yeah, would would have helped. Yeah. Oh, anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, I, I was. So, let's just go top down. Mike Carpenter had an amazing year. He ended up winning the last two tournaments. So he finished with 54 points, which I know means nothing to anybody. But he also played a stunty team. So Hmm. that was good. Uh, Will Oliver came in second with 43 points. Nice. And uh, Scott Delsing came in third with 35. Wow. That's like, it kind of goes with Scott Prime. It's like we're almost the same person. You also got Stunty. Oh, did for I? getting fifth place at Oklahoma at uh, Nuffaween. Which shows you a couple of things. A lot of people didn't play Stunty this year. Not so much, but is... Stunty rules are hard to, and that's something I'll have to look into for next year. Uh, if anyone's curious, I run scars, so pretty much the rules are up to me, I guess. I might get a rule written in, kind of like Tom Brady has all these quarterback mm-hmm. rules written in for him since I won two awards. Well, I'm not too upset about that. It's You came to one tournament and you won the stunty versus someone who might go to five tournaments and not finish as high. It's fair. It's the way it works. So it's not a big deal. It's hard to finish that high with a stunty team. Mm-hmm. So... I don't, I don't have any real issue with it. It's just something I'm going to have to look into a little bit. Right. I mean, one of the rules in Scars is you have to play at least two different teams, correct? For the regular teams, yeah. Well, that's to qualify for Scars awards. Well, maybe you should do that with Stunty. That is a thought. Play two different Stunty teams. Or there play, is three. You could play a Stunty team in two different tournaments. 
since there's so few teams, if you only have goblins, I'm not going to That's true. Somebody was limited by miniatures. I think I always want to think everybody else has all 24 (laughs) teams plus. Plus extras. Like two stupid guys from Oklahoma. But I'm really proud. Um, The the second year we've done Scars, we had 71 unique individual coaches this year, Mm -hmm. which for this area, that's a ton. With eight tournaments, like I said, there was actually nine tournaments. When we first started this, you know, it was us and one tournament in Texas. And then they quit. And then the next year, it was us and another tournament in Texas. That's when Rock Cup came around. And, well, Rock Cup's been around three years. So the second year we did this, it was us and I believe... No, Rock Cup has been around. You're right. Okay. You're right. I thought it was that one. Um, it was Rock Cup in the Tulsa tournament, uh, Twister Bowl or whatever. Oh, yeah. Or Dust yeah. Bowl. Dust Bowl. And they didn't make it either. No. So. Um, so then the year after that, Kansas started running a tournament. And now there's more and there's more. And Sounds like even more next year. I know Fort Worth is looking into running one. There was an extra Austin one this year. There's going to be another Austin one in January, uh, February. There might be a Tulsa one in January. Don't discount that we might also be doing one in January. I haven't gave up on that yet. Oh, okay. Well, I, know, I know my deadline is fast approaching. but Very fast. Traditionally, we do Critter Bowl. It's not un. It still might happen. Okay. Um, I've got the GW store asking possibly to run a tournament at their store, which won't be Scars and won't be NEF probably. They're too small. But it's just great to see so much interest. And I know with the game coming out, it's going to even be better. Yeah, I'm, it's pretty exciting actually. New so. game, new players, new star players. I'm so excited. I'm third place in Scars. That was like a perfect setup. For what? New players, new, new what? New star players. Oh, this is a transition. Yes. Speaking of new star players, Steve. Yes, Scott. We could talk about Guffle Pussmaw next. Muscle Guffswa. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Gizzle Jizz what? <laughs> Guffle Pussmaw. Okay. So In the next, yeah, maybe. Okay. But we'll talk about that after a short break. All right, we're back, and we're going to talk about Guffle Pussmaw. Gissel Poopa? No. Guffle? That rhymes with Nuffle? It does rhyme with Nuffle. Okay. Pussmaw. Pussmaw. Gotta admit, I'm not a fan of this name. Yeah, we really need to get the designers on and be like, okay, where did this come from? I... Only because Guffle and Nuffle sound the same. Yeah. Pussmaw I'm really fine with. You know, honestly, in I was I was thinking his name was Guffy. Guffy? Guffy Pussmaw. I would probably like that better. I would like that better too. So anyways, what are we doing this segment? All right, we are if you are a longtime fan of Both Down, every now and then we uh create our own superstar and try to make him really fluffy or feel a need for a team. Um just any excuse to come up with a player. Yeah, basically, you know, everybody wants to create a star player, so we have fun doing so. Since we saw Guffle Pussmaw in what? Where do we see this? Someone posted um, 
like just a kind of a breakdown of, of like the star play some of the star players yeah. and contents of the Death Zone series right. in one book. So so we have it pretty much confirmed that he's going to be a star player. And we assume it's going to be for Nurgle. I'd and have to so we're taking liberties just days, or you might be opening your box right now and already know what he's like because you have the rule book. This of could be Zone. five years in the past. <laughs> and it could be five years in the past. But we are right now going to just make up our own Guffle Puspa. So when you did this, did you remember that we saw a sketch of him possibly? No, I did not. When were you first starting to get looks at stuff? Yeah, I remember all the Nurgle players. I just didn't even consider Okay, well, there was one Nurgle player that was shown, and it was labeled Catcher, I think. Oh, okay. And people were speculating if he was a a, uh, star player or not. Hmm. So I was wondering if you did. No, I did not. I did not take that into consideration. Okay, well. Because mine's going a different route, and partly because I thought his name was Guffy. <laughs> so this is my fault. Well, right but. off the bat, I, I was going to just change his fluff for whatever it is mm-hmm. and give him two heads, and he'll have one name as one head's Guffle, and the other one's Pussmaw. Okay. That's what I was going to do, but I, I decided not to. Do you want to go first? No, let's have you go first, <clears throat> because mine... Is no. It? Okay, fine. No, I'll go first. Okay. That's fine. Mine is... Um, what position? He's a star player. I know, but was he based off of? Um. Oh, a rotter. Okay. He's uh, like a better rotter than your normal rotters. Okay. Um. Obviously, he has loner. I kept decay on him just because that's a theme thing for rotters to have. I know it means nothing. Pretty because much. he's a star player, but I also was trying to keep, I was trying to give a positional that doesn't have a chainsaw for the Nurgle team that's around 150. So I wanted to keep that naked trade in there. Okay. Because if you're a Nurgle team and you want to get a star player, I mean, you can get Lude Grip or whatever, but yeah. still kind of wanted a guy with a different purpose. So uh, he has Loner, Decay, Nurgle's Rot, just like a Rotter would have. He has six movement instead of five. Three, three, three strength, three agility, eight armor, just like another rotter, okay. just a little bit faster. And part of the Nurgle thing is controlling kind of the field by, you know, with passing lanes and stuff like that with your disturbing presence. Yeah. And I didn't want to make him stronger. I just wanted him, I wanted to add to that, shutting down the passing game. So he's more of a control piece. Right. So he has dodge. He has disturbing presence. He has foul appearance because I wanted him to have all those. And if yeah. I had to drop any of these, foul appearance would be the first one. I definitely want him to keep disturbing presence. Okay. He has pass block and claw. Claw kind of just to show that he's he's, he's there. He's gifted by Papa Nurgle. He has disturbing presence. It's a must keep. Hmm. He has pass block so he can... Get in the way when somebody declares a pass action. Yeah. Because all he has to do is he, he he can move his three, but he only has to be within three zones or three squares. Hmm. So that gives him a better chance to get there. And he has dodge with the three agility gives him another better chance to really mark up somebody. That's interesting. So that's what I went with. Okay. I had him priced at 150. 
which might, might not be, a be low. It might be a little low. And if I had to, I would probably drop the foul appearance and keep the disturbing presence. Yeah. To keep him at 150. Yeah. I so, like it. So that's my guy. I just went, it seems kind of plain, but at the same time, I know me playing Nurgle. And of course we play in a league that has random skills. But you also played him on fumble too. On the fumble league, I I tried to go with a lot of tack. Or I mean tentacles, tentacles. with mm-hmm. all the strength guys, and even some of the just three strength guys as more of a control piece. But I was thinking this is a way for a guy to be mobile to get that disturbing presence on either the guy who's going to catch the ball or the guy who's going to receive the handoff, okay, or to throw the ball. A lot of times, people will lock up my guys. You know. Since you can't get away. Since I can't get away. Yeah. And I know this because I randomly got pass block on one of my guys. So, And it worked out decent? No, because I can't dodge away. From, <laughs> oh, okay. with, you know, yeah. So I can't make him mobile to get in the way when he could because mm-hmm. he only has two agility. So th- my purpose was to, like a, a moving wall or a distraction. Well, my take's a little different. I was trying to think, and I, I initially thought a pestigore would make sense. I almost went that route, too. But then I was also kind of thinking his name was Guffy. <laughs> right. So, um, You can call him Guffy. I'll call him Guffy. You just always induce him and say, I love you, Guffy. His name is Guffy now. But I was sort of thinking about something Nurgle doesn't have. The best ball handling they have is a star player. It's Ludgrip. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, he's good. But, again, he's... I don't. We don't know if he's going to be in the, the new rules, right? I assume so. I think. I hope so. Because wasn't he in that uh, six pack? Mm, oh, the guy with the tournament. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he was around. He probably is. I re- I hope they don't get rid of any of the star players. Just add a few. Yeah, that'd, that'd make me happy. But me whatever. Too. Whatever. But I'm always for more star players. They're just fun. So, I went with something very different. I went with the Nurgling. Nice. Because, you know, we don't have any Nurglings anywhere, and it gives them kind of a stunty character. Okay. So it's it's kind of up in the air how I want to do them, but, like, my current iteration is uh, 6228, so he's fast, but he's stronger. 6228? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, you make star players that are really off the wall lately. But... That's because people encouraged you ever since Jim Johnson. (laughs) I don't care. I still like it. (laughs) But he has Loner and Nurgle's Rot, like he would. He has Stunty, like he's a Stunty. But he has Big Hand, Extra Arms, and Two Heads. Okay. And then he'd probably need something more Nurgly, like, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. But I like the (laughs) idea of putting all the... Good ball handling, go in, be annoying, pick up the ball, run away hmm. on this guy. And he'd be about... But you want him to pick up the ball with the two agility. So. Hey, you, you got extra arms, plus one. <laughs> and you got big hand, it ignores all tackle zones. Okay. But you want him to dodge into some area and pick up the ball. Yeah, because he ignores all tackle zones. On dodging... And on picking up the ball. Okay, but dodging, even with a plus one, with two agility, 
only gives you a 50-50 shot. It's a plus one for... Oh, the heads. Ex- two oh, really? For extra arms, isn't it? Uh, and then you can more tackle zone, so it's an, another plus one. I think we don't know the rules well enough. I don't use mutation much. <laughs> I think you're wrong on the extra arms. Let's find out. Uh, I think it's two. Well, I think what you're wanting are two heads. No, just you... just go to extra arms. Go to the E's. Well, no joke, buddy. A player with one or more extra arms may add one to any attempt to pick up, pick up, catch, or intercept. Okay. That has nothing to do with dodging. I know. To you, pick up, the, I said to pick up the ball. We were just discussing pick up the ball. You said you wanted a little guy that runs in there and picks up the ball. Yeah. I assume the ball is by people. So there's no way he's going to dodge in there and pick up the ball. Stunty. Listen, fool. It gives him a plus one all the time. I get that. No, I get that. I'm not saying it's good. <laughs> okay. As long as you know it's not good. I, he would kind of need dodge, wouldn't he? Yes. Yeah. Or you can give him two heads and he gets a... He does have two heads. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you okay. Here. You said two heads. Okay. Then... Here's my list, so we're not arguing. Okay. So his, he does his have two base okay. stats kind of suck. Sure. But once you use the skills, he gets back up to normal. Okay. That was my idea. Okay. But yeah, he probably does need dodge. Steve's off the wall. Really off the wall, star players. He'd be fun, though. It'd be interesting, that's for sure. But all I would do if I was playing, well, well whatever. I'd just hit him. He has two strength. <laughs> yeah, but eight armor. He does have eight armor. And dodge. You know how hard it is to take down a stunty sometimes? He doesn't have dodge. I know he doesn't, but he should have dodge. Yeah, he probably should. Big hand, extra arm, stunty, two heads. Nurgling with two heads. I like it. So you kind of went with my route, my first thought of like, his first name's no- Guff- Guffle, and the second head's name is Pussmaw. Well, Pussmaw makes me think um, Nurgle Warrior. I didn't really want to do that, though. No. Well, I assume we're with the new rules, we're going to get a, a Balrot Vomit Flesh, since they've already talked about him. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, through the website and everything mm-hmm. else. So I figure he's going to be like a Nurgle Warrior. So that's also why I didn't. I went a different direction and wanted a Rotter instead okay. of a, a Beast. You know... I really hope there is a Beast Man or Pestigore type star player in the. That'd be cool. Because there's not one for Chaos. There's not one for Nurgle. No. So if we had one that crossed over to both, that'd even be awesome. Roddy Starhoof. <laughs> right. Or is it Star Tooth from Texas? I can't. I've said it you wrong so much. You always say Star Tooth. I'm pretty sure it's Starhoof. Yeah, you're probably right. Because I like. <laughs> I've always said it so wrong that I think it's right now. Star Tooth. I like my guy better than yours. I like mine better than yours. It would be interesting if your guy had some type of extraordinary skill that he could be thrown. Just that, by anybody? <laughs> that'd be so awful, though. Including the, the defense? <laughs> by anybody, this yes. Really right stuff. This guy can be thrown <laughs> anywhere by anyone. No, it's called the wrong stuff. The wrong anybody stuff. can throw him, and <laughs> he needs a, a five or better to land every time. Actually, he looks like a football. So you just run up and you use agility, and if you pass, then you kick him. Right, and then he could have another extraordinary skill that says, I might be the ball, <laughs> or I, I'm the ball, and if you take him to the end zone, the ref has a 50-50 chance of just calling it a <laughs> touchdown or not. You roll four better, he thinks it's the ball, and he's like, touchdown! 
I'm not hating this. <laughs> of course you're not. <laughs> Can you imagine that in a game? God, someone would be so pissed. You induce a player that's like 140K, and then somebody picks him up and throws him. <laughs> and then you get a, a duplicate oh, ball clone. Yeah. Yeah, three balls in the field. That would be awesome. It would be interesting. Three balls is kind of an ugly thing. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody out there with three balls. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Are you going to call him a Nurgle person? I, I don't want to see him, so <laughs> I'm not going to check. He's a Nurgle warrior. Three-balled <laughs> Kenny. The Nurgle warriors. <laughs> All right, so what else you got for your guy? That was it. I, I bet you... I'm not going to bet you anything, but... I have, with no no doubt in my mind, that our, neither one of our characters are going to be close to what oh, they have. Oh, not even close. No. <laughs> it, it will be interesting if that's what they go with is like a Nurgle catcher. Yeah. Because they no, have they humorous, but but the undead teams have like humorous Carpal, oh, yeah. who's like an undead catcher. Yeah. And then the Necro team has Jay J- or Lice, who's like Jay Rice, and he's a catcher. So how often do people throw? Well, I mean, I throw a lot because I like we play in a crazy league where we do random skills and you throw almost with every team you have. You want to throw. I do very much so. And we have a guy in our league who has a orc thrower with three movement and a strength plus one. And he throws all the time. To his detriment. Yeah. There is players out there who do love to throw because they like to chuckle like you guys do when it works. Mm hmm. But I I say just go for it and throw it because it's not going to work as many times as it will work. Works my Amazons pretty well. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes you win a few. Sometimes yeah. you don't. So, it, it, it'd it be interesting. It wouldn't surprise me if he isn't like a Nurgle catcher. Yeah. But I really kind of hope it's in the vein of a Beastman. Maybe he'll have a big mouth in his stomach to catch the balls with. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Be cool to see a model on it, mm-hmm. some new star player models. So, anyways, that's all I have. Yeah, that's all I really have. I mean, looking forward to finding out, and I guess we'll know soonish. Um, probably within seventy-two hours after this probably gets released, ish. Well, we're not releasing until Monday. Well, it depends on uh, our producer. Well, okay, good point. He sometimes he's lazy. Hmm. True. What what is his name again? <laughs> You're supposed to make something up. I want to say fuck nuts. I want <laughs> I, I listen to Slipcast. I want to say fuck nuts. Okay, okay. Well, and then I thought I don't want to cuss. Wait, why why don't I want to cuss? Because I just didn't want to steal a good the person. joke. You didn't I, want to steal a joke. All right. Yeah. So then I was stuck with fuck nuts in my head. Our producer Steve, and sometimes he's lazy. Um, Steve usually gets stuff edited decently fast. Okay, well, the other guy yeah, who puts the things up, he's also pretty lazy sometimes. We were distracted last time. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to come back with the State of the Union of Blood Bowl Miniatures. Welcome back, and this segment we're going to take a look at how the new release might affect Blood Bowl figures on the secondary market. Or I guess non-GW market. 
you think this will only increase the value of old stuff? My opinion currently, and I was thinking about this the other day, is that the game is going to come out. The game is going to have two teams. And sure. that's not even complete teams. Sure. So people are going to be looking for more stuff. And I guess, you know, then the rats come out same day. So you have three teams, none of which have big guys, none of which are complete. So you're going to have people wanting to play other teams. Well, they're going to want to complete those teams. So what are they going to do? They're going to start looking on eBay. They're going to start looking on other, you know, fantasy football manufacturers or, you know, just buying sets from GW, I guess, and modding them out. Because a lot of people like to do that, and I don't blame them. So you think short-term is going to help those people? I mean, I know you're not going to sell yours, but you have a lot of old second edition stuff Mm -hmm. or whatever. You're saying that you think everybody's going to get crazed, buy the game, go, oh, wow, there's nine more teams I could play with, even if they don't know about the CRP rules. Well... And those, then they're going to the crave games, those other teams. The, the legacy teams are supposed to be released at the same time. So, you know what that is? No. You haven't heard? Okay. <laughs> no. Have you listened to Skulls and Ones? I well, did. Okay. No, I did. With, uh, with the creators. Yeah. So, uh, I guess I did at the not. same time the game gets released and Death Zone, sure. they're putting out a PDF with all the legacy teams. Oh. So, all the other teams that are available but right. not i know that okay. I'm, I'm saying um but what i'm saying is you go into the average it. joe might not get back on the internet sure i'm sure in this day and age you will but i'm saying if he walks in the store buys that comes goes home plays it with his buddy mm-hmm. comes back and sees the death zone book and buys that in his world there's nine teams right and then the, they'll go to a league or they'll go online that's true it whatever. won't be long until they and if exposed they, to more than likely, if those teams will be in the app, we don't know what the app's going to be yet. Sure. So, as a if it were you going into a new game, and you saw that there were all these other teams out there, I mean that would pique your interest at least. Okay, so I, I would probably agree with you. I don't think it's going to like, short term force it, things to go way up. I think if GW puts out. A new team once a month, at least for this, these first get go yeah. ones. I think people are just going to wait till those things come out. I, well, I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong because you could go like, and that's I, another I, thing. I can go buy a $35 team from Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you a full team. Gives me a full team, but it's that resin stuff. Maybe I don't like that. Maybe I like metal. Yeah. And so then I look and. I see the old old dwarf team, and then I see oh, that's fifty dollars or more. And then yeah. I find out GW is going to come out with just a plastic dwarf team, and it's you know maybe higher quality than the impact stuff model wise because we all know GW right. makes some excellent models, mm-hmm. and it's the same price or roughly the same price. So I'm going to wait two months. So I'm going to get my dwarf team. Well, I, it's kind I of the same price except that it's not going to be a full team. It's going to be 12 players. That's true, too. So you're going to have to buy two sets. Or you're going to have to supplement with other standalone figures. Now, we're assuming currently that teams are going to be 35 from now on, and they're going to have 12 players. What if they then introduce a $25 expansion pack 
that gives you the rest of the team and a ref or a coach or something. Mm-hmm. So now you're looking at 60 bucks for a team. Okay. Still good price for really good figures, but someone might want it before then. And that's the other thing. Is that going to hurt other people putting out higher-end teams? You know, a Kickstarter comes around for a vampire team. They look cool, but to get the team is going to cost you 100 bucks or whatever. whatever. Is that going to start to hurt Kickstarters, or is that just going to help? Ultimately, we're going to get more people playing, hopefully, so everything should be amplified. Really, yeah, I was trying to say, really, it doesn't doesn't matter if you get 50,000. You're not getting fifty thousand. Ten thousand new people play, that mm-hmm. money's gonna go somewhere. Yeah. I, I when I first thought about this, I thought with the new teams coming out, I just assume automatically that they're gonna be better looking models. Yeah. So everybody's gonna want the cult of the new. I want those. I want those are the new things. I agree. But even if there's only twenty three teams because mm-hmm. it's without the salon. Mm-hmm. So twenty three teams, even if they came out one a month. You subtract the three that are currently out. No, it, it would take a while. You're right. Year, you know. So, you're right. I, I really don't know. I guess. I just figured that, but I don't know. There, I figure that most people are like me. If you grew up with the second edition stuff, that's why you would crave and desire it. Right. Or if you saw those models at one time, you go, "Oh, I remember seeing that tree man." in the stores i want an old second edition one yeah or even if it was 15 years ago and you saw the the third edition tree man in the store that's the one but you also want. they're all very stylistically different that's second true. ed is more <clears throat> kind of goofy kind of fun third ed was a little bit more of third fourth fifth whatever it was more fantasy realistic i guess is a way of saying it it still had a little bit of the fun, but was much more, you know, teams and, you know, strong looking or something. And now, if all the teams keep up current pace with the stuff that's been released, they're going to look amazing. But they're going to be very hyper sport team looking. Mm-hmm. So I think I, it's also just going to depend on your style. I'm interested to see the the state that we're in six months from now, because yeah. either the game's going to be a huge hit. I think it's going to be a huge hit regardless at first, at least box sales wise. Yeah. I'm just curious how like kickstarters for those independent companies that make teams. Mm-hmm. Is everybody going to start changing the scale? So that's what's curious too. And, and do pitches start changing? Right. Mm-hmm. We started to see some pictures of people using old miniatures on the new field, and it looks awesome because, you know, having a little bit bigger of a field gives you more room to play with, and it just ups the scale of the game style. Well, it proportions it a little bit better to look like a real football field. Right. Conversely, you start taking some of the new figures and putting them on old fields. (laughs) Yeah. And you have creeping over the edges, so if you try to put people next to each other it's becoming a you know a problem so i don't know if in the future that they're going to have which way they're going to go yeah and we've wondered that about tournaments because right yeah. now we can fit two of those boards per table three if needed yeah 
and really crammed some people in there at a heavy attended tournament. And now with the new fields, I don't know how many we're going to get per table. We're going to find out. Yeah. And if they might hang over some, we might just have to go the old school and put, you know, plyboard on top of it or whatever. Yeah, we'll see. But I don't know. I think everybody's going to benefit from it. I wonder if the current see- companies that have teams, I do think will benefit because they're, for every guy who might wait a couple months for the new dwarf team or whatever, there's somebody that has to have it now. Oh, absolutely. Um, I I, I'm if... just, I'm still not sold that the old stuff is going to be. It might get sold. I don't, I don't think the value will go up. That's a good point. That's what I don't. I, I don't think the value will go up. That's supply and demand, though. Stuff starts getting sold faster and faster. Then you put higher prices on it. But you're going to have many of. Let's take me for example. Um, if, if I did not get my stuff through Wizards Asylum and I part-time work there, let's say I, ha- I had to have the new dwarf team. Well, I'm going to have to probably sell my old dwarf team to get that. Yeah. So you're going to have a lot of the older guys who have seen that stuff and have owned it for 20 years who go like, eh, I'll part with it. I've already seen that happen. I've already played with this team. So I'm going to, I'm going to get rid of these because mm-hmm. I'm going to plan on getting those two teams. Yeah. I've already seen that happen. Have you? Mm-hmm. Someone selling their metal figures because they're just going to go to all plastic. Huh. Well, see, so. Fair enough. That's why I don't think the value. I just don't think. I think stuff like some of the harder models to find, like the third ed vampire. Is it third ed vampire? Yeah. That one. Some of the the Zug holding up the football helmet. But oh, he was a rare to begin with. Mm-hmm. Some of those models are going to be really hard to find. The rare Which Flint they are, blade, always are. Right. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think the value's going to change. So can we take new figures and put them on twenty-five millimeter bases? The old bases, yeah, twenty-eight millimeter, yeah, or whatever they were. Um, somebody online said that he tried to do that and they don't fit. Oh, really? The slot is too long. The little wedge is too big to put in those old slots. Hmm. Now you could probably remove the slot and put it on the base, but. We'll find out in a few days, buddy. Yeah, we will. Because we're going to build all your teams. We're going to open your boxes. Mm-hmm. You're not leaving any of that stuff sealed. I'm not going to let you do it. I'm probably not, no. <laughs> no, it's pretty Except cool. Except Skaven dice. You're going to leave them sealed. You better get those in hand before we talk about I'm not about saying how... anything until <laughs> I get them in hand. That's for sure. I, it seems like those are limited, which... I will be very upset if my order doesn't I think... In. I think Games Workshop's really missing out if they limit too much of this stuff right out of the way. It feels to me that if I was wanting to make money and to the those, game was coming out, to I the, would put up out plenty of stuff. To those of you who don't know, if you haven't pre-ordered your Skaven dice by now, it's over. They're out of product. You can. They're holding a hundred aside for the full beard cup. Okay, so you can go to England and get your Skaven dice. Exactly. I just don't know why you would limit stuff right away. Now, six months from now, if matter oh. of fact, do it do it like the comics or whatever other other companies would do. You have all your Skaven dice, your Skaven dice, your Skaven dice for six months, and then you go, oh, by the way, we're going to have a limited run of glowing Skaven dice. Yeah, and. They're five dollars more, but they're limited, but and the, then then the, people like you will have to have both sure. for sure, and that's n- no problem because if I have the money, I'm going to do the same thing. But if they are limited, 
and they're like a launch event thing, why don't you tell people? Well, why don't they like the good and bad about Games Workshop is is some of their stuff's amazing, and then I mean the store owner knew two weeks before he could get it. Yeah, you know, it's hard to promote something when you they do that at the last second. Yeah, I've even had the GW store contacting me about you know what should we do on the kickoff day. I'm like, well, <laughs> so they don't even know for sure. Yeah, I mean, should do something, but it'd be nice if GW gave you plenty of notice so that we can f- plan something beforehand. Back to the miniatures thing. The yeah. only thing I would worry about if I was a company, any of these companies, Com- Comicinos or, you know, I can't say the name. Com- Comic- Comicinos. Comic- Comics. I still can't say it. Uh, Impact. Just all these companies. Impact. Didn't I say impact? Yes. You fool. Don't make fun of me. Punch you in your face. Go for it. I would wonder if everybody, if the demand from the customer is going to be for those bigger models or not. Because all of a sudden, let's say I'm impact or I'm my own independent company and I've had a backstock now. But Willie's models have been bigger. I, there's been and some companies of, that have bigger models. Yeah. I know there's a, the... The Dark Elf team Will Oliver uses from uh, Kansas. He was even talking about the, at Nuffleween. He was like, when this new field comes out, my stuff's going to look good. Because yeah. they're just a little bit too big for the old field. Yeah. They're going to look perfect on the new one. I just wonder if the new customer is going to look and go, oh, that looks awesome. I need two of those. Oh, what size are they? Eh, I'll wait. You know what sucks? All these people who made custom pitches... <laughs> And now they have new models. Dude, you just found the silver lining and the blessing <laughs> that we've never created a field. That is true. Because we would have had to modify it by now. Yes, we would. So maybe our laziness has paid off for once. So <laughs> not to give the the uh, Thunderbolt League too much of a boner, but if we do a custom field, maybe we should do it 40 millimeter. Then we'd never have this issue come up. Well, then it's always going to be too big. I I don't know. Just saying. <laughs> if, if we do, we're not going to do a custom. We have talked for how many years about doing a custom field? For the store? Oh, yeah. Well, it's not going to happen. Yeah. We're going to talk about it, though. No, we This can't. just gave yeah. us new life. Sure did. <laughs> we'll do it someday. Or if somebody else out there would like to help us build a field down in Wizards Asylum, Norman, Oklahoma. We'll gladly take your offer. Yeah. We That'd know what cool. we want. We just don't want to build it. We're not modelers. <laughs> well, exactly what we want is someone else to build us one. Right. We'll sketch it out for you, though. Yeah, sure. We'll probably actually pay for it all, too. You just build it right yeah. for us. If you build it, we will come. <laughs> all right. So does this cover everything? Yeah, I think it pretty much covers everything. We have no See, idea. I, I, I but think it's something no, interesting. I, I to keep think an you eye wanted on. to tell everybody that all the models would be more valuable, so you could sell your stuff. Hey, that sounds like a brilliant <laughs> idea. No, I just I think it's something that'll be fun to keep an eye on if you're at all interested in that. Because I know some guys who are you know like the old. Do you stuff. still follow eBay stuff? Mm-hmm. Even though you have everything created, mm-hmm. well, I still check. Yeah. Okay, I, I never just know, know when something pops up. <laughs> This guy, every time you show him something, every time in the Blood Bowl community I see something, and I was like, I don't tell Steve. Oh, he's already PM the guy. (laughs) 
well, you know, I, I do have to do something at work. <laughs> and not work is one of the things I like to do there. So, <laughs> Enough said about that. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back with some shout-outs. And now it's time. Shout-outs! For shout-outs. Yeah. I didn't even have to prompt you. No way. Wow, you're getting trained. I was ready. You're beyond ready. I've been priming it for a while. To... Priming it? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, I'd like to give shout-outs to uh, all the gentlemen who came to Nuffleween to support another wonderfully run both-down sanctioned tournament. It was fun. It was not wonderfully run. <laughs> Dean Piper, Mac McDonough, um, Dustin, John, Will Oliver... Travis Champion, Kenny Hill, Scott Hess, Mr. Mike Carpenter, and of course, Darren Olson. And myself. I'd and like to thank myself for being there. So with you, mm-hmm. Kenny Hill, and uh, Darren Olson, mm-hmm. there were three podcasts represented. At Nuffleween, that's pretty awesome. Which has happened before at uh, Spiky. Yes. And yeah, Oklahoma Bowl, Oklahoma- Spiky. Yeah, so... But not enough of ween. Speaking of Kenny Hill, he and Ryan Gibson in the Fort Worth area. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Dallas, yeah. Fort Worth area. Started a new podcast that just came out about a week ago called the Reichland Sports Network. Mm-hmm. And it's um, they have episode one and episode 1.5 out. Go check them out. They seem gung-ho. They seem gung-ho. We'll see how long, long that lasts. I've only listened to like... <laughs> 10 minutes of it. Yeah. And I already told Kenny Hill that I was jealous of his voice. He does have a sweet, I have voice, voice envy. It's like, I wish my voice sounded like your voice. Can it we could. switch voices? You just need to drink scotch. And Is that cigars. it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Darren Olson, who is half of the podcast, uh, two dice uphill, or is it two die? Two, two dice, dice with uphill. Tim Har. with Tim Har. From the Austin area, so Texas has two podcasts in the Blood Bowl world. Yeah, but look at the size that they are. Look at the size that Oklahoma (laughs) is. Oklahoma has one. I mean, we're doing better. Well, fellas, welcome to the podcasting world, and good luck, because a lot of people lose their steam pretty quick. We're not naming names. We're not going to say Pitch Invasion, or Percy's (laughs) Trollcast, or Orca Cola Cast. Or Tackle Zone Radio. Tackle Zone lasted a long time. Or the old Slurpcast. Yeah. We're not going to mention any of those names. There was more, wasn't there? <laughs> oh, uh, the NAFCast. Well, don't don't mention them. Yeah, I won't mention the NAFCast. And the soon-to-be-defunct, you know, Nufflecast. <laughs> or Double Skulls, since, you know, they're too busy making teams. Right. Basically, just just stay Only tuned here. to us. You might go over to three dot block every now and then if you want to learn some strategy. With skulls and ones to learn about bacon. Right. But other than that, hey, moving on. We're not going to mention this podcast. And the Oracle Cup. I mean, I guess we should probably shout out the Oracle Cup. Right. If you are interested in the Oracle Cup, all that stuff is out there. That is the United States version of the World Cup, right? Right. So you're going to get a team of four players. Mm-hmm. All playing different teams. Yep. You're going to play like team. six rounds of Blood Bowl. Yep. Winner take all. I think winner just wins. I don't think they take anything. 
Oh. Well, it sounds better. They if it's like winner take all. Well, that'd be an interesting tournament. We are. You play a tournament, and it's for pink slips, uh-huh. two teams. So it's a knockout tournament. Everybody's going to bring their crappiest painted team. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Whoever wins gets every team. We tried that in Hero Clicks, and it didn't work. <laughs> Yes, it did. That was amazing. I forgot about that. <laughs> Everybody brought all the duplicates. I'm copying myself. <laughs> yes, you are. Damn it! <laughs> but you think you're original. It was a good. It was a good. God, I had I, that was my checkmate army. I lost like forty checkmate guys. <laughs> if you are listening to us and you haven't done it yet, it's been a long time. We want some Apple reviewers. Get up on iTunes. iTunes. I'm sorry, iTunes reviewers. Or Stitcher or anywhere you listen to us. Get on there and review us. Just say, like, Scott Prime is awesome. Five stars. Or Kilowoggy's not very good. Two stars. Don't give us two stars. Eh. You can give us five stars to make fun of Scott. Okay. That's that's really what we want. Yeah. Scott has a small package of dice. And we may just go ahead and read them if you actually do that. No, we will. How about that? If okay. I go check my iTunes and I search both down and I see new ones from 2016, I'll read it out loud. So it's like your own personal shout out. You do have to put a name. Um, nothing. We're not going to be dancing monkeys here, so we're not going to say anything that's bad. Well, of course not. We may read a bad review, but we're not going to be like, we need to kill all the beep, beep, beep. Well, why would somebody do that on iTunes? Dude, have you okay. seen the world? Okay. All right. Fair uh, enough. Also, we are in America, so if you post a review elsewhere, I don't think we see those. Shot it and send it to us. Yeah, you're going to have to. I don't think we do. I, I've been told that before is like if you're over in England, you're going to see all the reviews from there. I don't really know. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't live in England. So there you go. I'd like to. Yeah, why not? Tea time, baby. That made me think of golf. (sighs) Well, I I like tea, so. Yeah. With lots of sugar. You would not like their tea. Um, They do not have sweet tea. Back when I was in college, um, my friend Stephanie, who went to England for like a school thing, came back and then she was obsessed with England. So she... So she and your dad got along really well. Uh, no, well, they did after my dad went years later. But um, she fostered, basically, some students coming over and doing a semester okay. here at OU. So yeah. she would, like, take them to the grocery store and stuff like that. So we befriended Jules and Helen from England, and we had tea with them and everything else. It's pretty good. They put a little milk in there, and it's wow. all warm. It's pretty yummy. Doesn't seem like something you'd be into. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, actually. Okay. Well, good it, it helped that they were cute, so I was like all, all into it. I might not like it now. If so it you was and a Stephanie dude. were fighting over them? Um, probably, yeah. That's that's a very truthful statement. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. If you look back at those days, and I said this to Stephanie when <laughs> I visited her. Uh, her dad passed away not too long ago. and um, Didn't need to add that, but thank you. Well, I'm saying we you visited. You just said you visited her. We were visiting friends. and we were laughing and telling old stories. And now that we're 20 plus years later, you know, we, I was like, you know what? The way life is, we should have all just got naked and humped, all of us. And she's like, you're right. Because what would have mattered? Mm-hmm. Now we're old and crusty. And I'm like, see, 
They could have had a disease. You could be dead from it now. Well, <laughs> you had to go there. I'm uh, trying to help you. Okay, that's very positive of you. They Thank could have had the Guffy Puss Mall. <laughs> you know, we Googled that. And <laughs> to the listeners, if you... <laughs> Currently, if you Google Guffle Puss Mall, you get something unusual. From a, Google. A Google result of one page. Not one page, one entry. One, one entry, yes. Because you can Google Scott Delcine or Scott Prime and get 53,000 pages Easily, of it. Easily, yeah. <laughs> Guffle Pussmaw, as of today, <laughs> has one entry only. Nothing else. I've never seen a Google search just say one thing. Yeah. And it's porn. Of course it is. Because why wouldn't it be? <laughs> we think it is. We didn't actually click on it because it, no, it's really it's it, seemed, it sounds like the really bad porn. It was poorly written and seemed like it was full of just buzzwords. So, and it's probably the kind of porn that gives you a virus. Oh yeah, too, no doubt. And arrested. It probably gives you a, a guffle puss mall. <laughs> exactly. So uh, that's kind of unique. I've never, I've never seen that. No. I've never searched anything in Google because even when I spell things wrong. It finds 50,000 of them. Back in the old day, you could do it pretty easy because it didn't, not everybody had the, the you know, all the keywords. And sure. Stuff. But I haven't seen that in no. well over 10, 15 years. So. No. Ah, the good old days. It's like going back to Alta Vista. Or Lycos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brings it back to Blood Bowl. Wow. Oh, yeah. Because of David, David Downs, <laughs> the old NAF president. Uh, who else are we shouting out to? We, uh, we got the new podcast in. We got the guys who traveled for Nuffleen. Yeah. Um, Theendzone.co. It's a new website put out by Steve Arthurs in New Zealand. Is that the... Um, Steve-O? Steve-O. The yeah. NAF something, something, something? NAF something, 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 yeah. What is he? The tournament director? Yes. For the yeah. world? Yeah. he uh, He's got his own website that he's running called theendzone.com. Or .co, excuse me. And it's kind of a social media for Blood Bowl thing. Mm -hmm. So signed up there and they can track your... It kind of like also provides a better interface for your league than just the NAF site. Okay. Like if you use any of the OBBL stuff. Sure. You can import it into that. So he's just starting out, but it looks really nice. So I just figured I'd give him a shout out. Cool. He's so people can check out that where? Theendzone.co. Awesome. I think that's what it is. I feel like we're going to start seeing a lot of leagues at least start up. We're going to try. Like, legitimately try, finally. No, we'll do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. What team are you going to play? I have no idea. I don't either. I, I need to get it set up and figure out the rules and stuff. I think I'm going to... I'll probably take I'll probably stick goofy. one of the teams that are in those first, like, nine teams... Just not mm, to throw, yeah. in case we have a brand new player, not to throw them off. Yeah. Even if they play something in that downloadable content, mm -hmm. stick to that. Yeah, I'm not going to allow any of the non-sanctioned teams, like Corn, Bretonian, or No, Simeon. don't do that. Don't, don't. If you are just starting Blood Bowl, like, or coming back to it, and you're starting tournaments or leagues, keep it simple, folks. Yeah. If it's your first, if you want to run a tournament, you're <clears> more than welcome to. And if you're listening to us, I freely... I'm there to help you in any way you need. Contact me. Sure. Um, my actually, but, my first recommendation is go to a few tournaments, watch how what they yes. do right, watch what they do wrong, yes. learn from it, 
then run your own tournament because people find out usually like, oh, wow. I mean, I don't want to toot our horn, but I will. I've, I've heard people go to other tournaments and then go, man, you guys run a really good tournament. I didn't realize how smooth it went, mm-hmm. you know, because they just observed. And that always, you know, that's really a nice yeah. feeling. And also, I mean, you want to make it feel special. So you, to me, anyways, that's one of the key things. That's why we have all the little touches that we do. Mm-hmm. And just if it's your first one, do three rounds and just get it done. Don't try to do anything fancy. Why would you? Oh, no. Because it sucks just sitting there and you yeah, don't realize. You, you don't realize how bad it is to sit there for And I wouldn't play if it was my first time. <laughs> yeah. Just watch, learn, yeah. and don't beat yourself up if it goes bad. Oh, no. Our first tournament, I screwed up after the first round. Yeah. It's like, so, okay, everybody, um, I just screwed the pooch, so how about you we go to lunch. <laughs> early lunch. <laughs> and I'll work through lunch fixing everything. No, it's going to be an awesome time. We'll, we'll try yeah. to we'll try to put out a primer here in the next yeah the next, next couple of weeks next episode. Like I said, um, if you don't want to listen to it, you don't have to. This is going to be us rehashing stuff. We'll still have new content, but you'd love to hear our voice. Absolutely, Phil Bonerick's going to be all over it. He's going to get a Bonerick, <laughs> dude. He's probably heard that his whole life. I know it's got to be horrible. I always well, try not the first to make name Phil. That- that's probably his pickup line. Hey, you want to fill a bonerick? I don't know. See, I've never wanted to go there. Now you, you you open the floodgates. I'm sure he heard that his whole life. You ruined this. That guy has taken enough money from me throughout all my collecting time <laughs> that I'm allowed to give him crap. That's that's probably more than fair. <laughs> uh, all right. you have any other shout-outs? Oh, the Immortal Cup stuff has been released. So we already said that. Right. But the prices and all oh, the, no. the actual rules are released. And they have a Facebook page, yeah, a Facebook page for, for the Oracle Cup. So, Other than that... I think we're done, buddy. I think it's good. Another great episode in the can. The last episode before the new Blood Bowl. I know. The world is changing. We are about a week away. About a week. So let's just go to sleep until then. I'll wake up in a week. I I, kind of like that, actually. Oh, man. It'd be nice. The last two days, I've done five miles worth of running and stuff at the park. And um, I'm hurting today. I can imagine. No, I really, I feel old. I'm brittle, dude. (laughs) Anyways, for you guys out there who are still working out, remember the thing. Stay fit. Oh, yeah. To stay fit for life. Crap, we didn't talk about that. We'll we'll catch it next episode. We're going to... We'll, we'll catch it on the primer. No, we won't. <laughs> no, probably won't. But we'll catch it next episode. Y'all All take right. care. Bye. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you want to know if your team name is both down approved, send a tweet to at BD approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown.
The following is paid for by Tronald Dump for Goblin Guild President. Uh, hello, I'm Tronald J. Dump. I won't eat you. Uh, uh, sir, can you please refrain from eating us while you're doing your commercial? No. The proceeding was paid for by Tronald Dump for Goblin... <laughs>